Hey, you guys, welcome back to my podcast channel. Um, today's going to be a bit of a different episode. It's going to be kind of more personal, and I don't know. I don't know where we're going to take this. I'm also getting ready for work, so if you hear me sounding a little far away, it's probably because I'm, like, getting ready for work tonight. Uh, so I want to talk about some things. Um, so I normally don't talk about this community um, on my channel, um, but I have been interested in the kind of, like, obesity side of YouTube. Um, there's just a lot of channels that I've watched and kind of helped me with, you know, trying to get on a diet. I'm not saying it works for me completely. Like I, I'm someone who struggles with obesity myself. And so I, and that, that's been a lifelong thing for me since I was a, a small child. Um, and just never really knowing how to properly diet. Um, I've tried diet fads. I've tried a lot of different things and, um, I was a lot younger when I tried those things because, uh, you know, I, I always wanted to be smaller. I've always wanted to know what it's like to be thinner and skinny and all those things. And, um, and it's hard. It's a hard battle. And the older you get, the harder, in my opinion, it gets. But also, it's weird. It's like the older you get, the harder it does get to lose some of these pounds. But I think at the same time, um, your mindset, like, kind of changes and becomes better. At least in my personal opinion. Like, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but... Who I am now at 33 has, in my opinion, a better mindset about food than who I was at, like, 25, 26. Um, and definitely much better than what I was at, like, 18, 19 and younger. Um, now I think about more of the foods I put in my body sometimes. Like, that's going to give me heartburn. That's going to give me indigestion. That's going to give me the runs. You know what I mean? Like, I think about those things more. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I have, and I have my seasons. And I'm starting to really... I'm starting to really notice myself. Um, this is a heavy subject for me. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, but I, I am starting to notice more of myself and what triggers certain things or how the kind of the kind of sweet eater that I am would like. I can go so long without drinking a soda, um, but then if I cut out soda, right? I'm like, I don't want soda. I'm good. Like blah blah blah. I'll probably replace it with like coffee. And so right now, like Starbucks, like I've been. I was like a month and a half clean from getting like uh, Starbucks coffee. I was doing like teas and stuff, which I'm still doing. Um, and then, of course, the pumpkin spice stuff has now come in. So, you know, I had to try it. Um, and trying it is the word I'm using because I'm not drinking it every day. Um, I'm not. I crave it. I like it. But I'm not drinking it all the time. I'm trying to be better about that. Um, and... I've in the past I've even had times where like I would tell myself like okay well you're having a Starbucks early in the morning you can have one in the evening too you know like because you're, you're all the walking and stuff that you do you're, you're fine you can do it and now I'm telling myself no don't don't do that if you're gonna have it have it once and that's it but also like just like like once a day but, I, but I'm also not doing that once a day anymore I'm, I'm doing more like have teas uh the Starbucks tea and have that once a day and don't you know, like, like in my mind, and this is how my mind works and not everyone's mind is the same, but sometimes I'd be like, you can have like a Starbucks tea in the morning or a coffee in the morning. And then at the end of the day, you can have that tea or that coffee, venti please. Um, but now I'm like, you know what? I can just have the one and I don't need to have anything else. And I've also told myself the reason why I got off Starbucks coffee, um, is cause I was like researching coffee and seeing what's in it. And there's so many different bugs and stuff in coffee. And I'm like, that grosses me out. And so 
my brain is telling me now there are roach particles in coffee. Don't drink that. And I hate roaches. They're the nastiest bug in the world to me. Feel how you want to feel about it. That's your opinion. Um, I don't like roaches. And, and if it's working for me, let me have this. So I'm like, you know what? That's my, that's my, there you go. That's my hang up. So I got off coffee and I was off it for like a month and a half until the, the, the new stuff came out, the, all the pumpkin spice stuff. And I, and I've, indulged in that not like every day or daily um but i would say probably like once or twice a week if not three times a week i've had those things but and i have venties i'm a venti girl um but um i am pushing back on that now and saying no you know what no i mean like i well i don't even say i've had it once or twice a week because i've had the apple crisp one which is so good that last year that was my go-to i think i've had that two or three times this season i know it just started in like august like august 31st or whatever some junk and it's only like september like middle of September, so whatever. Um, but I've had like two of those. I think I've had the pumpkin latte twice as well. Um, I have not had the pumpkin cold brew yet at all. And I don't plan on really having that one, uh, which is funny because I like more of the cold brew because the cold brew to me is bitter, is more bitter. And I don't like the sweetness. I'm not a really big sweet drink person, uh, at least when it comes to coffee. Um, but I've had those. Like, I like to indulge in those. So I've had those. I've had the pumpkin scone, but I have not had the pumpkin muffin yet. And I don't really plan on it. If I have it, I have it. I'm not planning on having it. I'm done with the pumpkin scone, too. Like, I, like I've like i noticed myself just pushing back and going, I don't really need these things right now. Like, they're good. I love them. Like, for me, my obsession at Starbucks uh, when it comes to food is, like, the chocolate brownie. Girl, not warmed up. Not warmed up. Okay, bitch. Not warmed up. I love me a chocolate brownie. I do, I do. I dabble in that shit. Yes, I do. I love it. I fucks with it. I love it. It's so good. Warmed up is good too, bitch. But I don't like. <laughs> By the way, I say bitch on this show. If y'all don't like it, I'm sorry. Um, I, that's just me. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that's 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 where I live. I do like a good banana bread sometimes. I do like the pumpkin bread, but the pumpkin bread's there pretty much all year long. So like, I think that might be it too. I've had my pumpkin fix, girl. I've had my pumpkin fix, girl. I do want like that pumpkin cheesecake ice cream when that drops. You know how to go get it. <laughs> You know, I'm going to get me some. Um, <laughs> well, and that's... I don't like me either. We can be on the same team. But that's how I feel about it. Like, I love me some pumpkin, but I'm I'm kind of, I'm good. I am waiting for Christmas. You know, that's right. I might come out of, you know, the coffee retirement game around Christmas time. So, you know, we're back in the... Co- but anyway, let me roll this back. The reason why I'm bringing all this up and kind of talking a little bit about, you know, what I deal with as an obese person and having to deal with obesity my entire life and, and why it's such a heavy subject, no pun intended, for me, um, is just, it's... Recently, a YouTuber had passed away, Life by Jen. If you guys watch the, um, I don't want to say obese community, but if you watch, like, the the plus size, let's say that, community on YouTube, uh, you probably have come across a, a, a channel named Life by Jen. Um, she was, I think, anywhere from 500 and something to 600 pounds, um, and she, you know, out of all the people in like girl world, G-O-R-L world, um, which consists of like Amberlynn Reed, Foodie Beauty, other girls like that. Um, I always found like Life by Jen as the sweetest of them all. Um, I mean, there were times I was like, girl, this is just fake. You just putting on like, but I really did find her to be the sweetest. And I thought her videos were kind of cute and endearing sometimes like optimistic videos. A lot of the other girls have been in some like drama drama. And I felt like Life by Jen was always like, not the worst. Now, I know that there are other things in her life and things that people might say about her. And and, that, and that's, that's you know, whatever. That's neither here or there. I'm talking about more of the person that I watched over time. Um, she was just very... 
I wanted, I felt so bad for her. Her story is a really sad one. And I don't want to really go into too much of her story, but I, I do, there's something about being an obese person myself and um, having a lot of people look at obese people and they think that, oh, if you just lose a little weight, you'll be fine. If you just do that. Not realizing that even losing that just that little bit of weight is a very hard thing. Um, and I'm not trying to make excuses for myself or anything, but I'm saying that it is, it's hard. It's hard to commit to things. And I'm not saying that like obese people have it so much hard. No, everyone has their own struggles in their own daily. But I tell my mom this all the time. Everybody fights. Everybody fights. Nobody's fight. You know, it, it, no one's going through life not fighting. Everyone fights something, right? No one. I mean, I don't think anybody in this world has it super easily made. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I'm not everyone. But I, I choose to believe that everybody fights. That everybody fights every single day of their life. We all have different struggles, different battles. We might have the same sort of battle, but to different degrees. But everybody fights. And, you know, during COVID, I was at my highest weight um, that I'd ever been. And that scared the shit out of me. And I was able to lose about 25, 30 pounds, which is, you know, I'm keeping it off now, but losing it. I'm, I'm now in a plateau where I can't, I haven't lost anymore in about a year. And it's just, it's really heartbreaking for me because I don't want to go back up. I'm so terrified to go back up. And anytime I feel, see myself inching back up, I freak out. Um, and, you know, I, you know, like, I've tried different diets. I've tried different plans. I've, you know, done this, that, and the third. And it, it's hard. It's a lifelong thing. I mean, I'm 33 and I've tried a lot of different things. I haven't tried everything, but I've tried a lot of different things to get this weight off of my body. And it's hard. And it's so, so hard. And I feel judgment a lot of times. I've, I've heard comments and things like that. And all of those things, they seep in. They do. They seep in. Because I think a lot of people think that obese people don't try. They don't, that we don't try. And it's like, no, we do try. We, we do, well, not, maybe not everybody, but I damn sure do try. I'm not perfect. I have to unlearn a lot of the unhealthy habits I have. Absolutely. But I also live in a world where even though like we, we, a lot of people hate body positivity, which I think is so messed up, but like, you know, we almost act as if we disgust, we're disgusted by fat people, but we glorify things like fast food and all that. Like when I was going through my different treatments and stuff and trying to get weight loss surgery at one point, um, I learned a lot through my classes and it'd be hard for me because every week I would see myself dropping some weight and stuff like that. And I had support and it was nice, but any time I went outside, just down the street, there's all these fast food places with try this new thing, try that new thing. This is cheaper food. That's cheaper. Like I would go and get, you know, if I was going to order out, I would try to get, you know, the healthy stuff. The healthy stuff costs so much more. It costs so much more than the, the stuff that's bad for you. You know what I mean? Like you can get like fucking what, four or five burgers for the price of like one Chipotle bowl at some places. And it's like, the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, and probably fries in a drink. I don't fucking know. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's crazy how cheap these things are made, you know, versus something at Chipotle or something at, you know, any of these places like, you know, Panera, all these places that are supposed to be better for you, the better option. It's still like, it's more expensive. So it's like, okay, there's that. And then when you turn on the TV, well, I don't really watch television anymore. I watch more of, like, my streaming services. But, like, when I watch, like, you know, sometimes on YouTube or whatever, you'll get the ads of, like, go eat at this one place, and they'll show you, you know, buffets, all-you-can-eat things, or, or 
you know, again, McDonald's, Burger King, all these things that have just been ingrained in your brain from when you were a kid with all these damn fast food commercials. And it, it's hard. It's really, really hard to unlearn and hard to fight those those things. And I'm not saying that I create fast food all the time, but like when I come home from a hard day's work and I'm tired, I don't want to make food. I don't want to make food. And yeah, you can be like, yeah, you can meal prep. Yeah. Meal prepping is a great idea when you have the time off. Unfortunately for me, I don't have a lot of time off. I truly don't. And to be honest with you, to be quite honest, sometimes I just don't want to do it. Sometimes I just don't want to do it. And that's when the fast food stuff comes in. And it's hard. It's very, very hard. And you have to fight. And yeah, and I mean, and like everyone else, I get tired of fighting sometimes. I think a lot of, you know, obese people get tired of fighting sometimes, you know, and I, I hate the judgment. I hate any, I mean, I'm a very private person too. When I eat, that's, that's been the thing about me since I was a kid. I was always like, I had family members, not everybody, but I had certain family members that would always pick apart anything I ate. And if I had a second helping of something, oh my God, I would never hear the end of it from some people. And that caused me to either not eat or eat in private. And It's uh, I, anytime I come on this podcast and I talk about things that I don't realize I buried and I talk about it and it like reopens that fucking grave of like wounds. You're just like, oh shit. Like I'm still, yeah, I did that. That, and that still happens. Cause I think about, you know, and mind you, a lot of times when I eat alone now isn't because I don't want someone seeing me eat. That is part of the reason. But another reason is COVID and germs. I'm, I'm such a germaphobe. I can't be around. I can't, I can't eat around a lot of other people because of that. But yeah, I am someone who like when I go on dates and stuff, I try to be, I try to be dainty. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do because I have that. And people make, and in and, 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 and the obese community, a lot of people make fun of like, you know, oh, why is this fat person eating like they're so dainty when they're alone, they eat like this. And it's like, you don't understand that's learned behavior because someone has made a comment about that person's eating habits. Somebody has made a comment about how gross that person is when they eat or they, like they just see them as gross, even if that person isn't eating grossly because of the stigma that goes with being obese. Sometimes people have made those comments. So while you're calling, like, for example, some people call Amber dainty, you know, dainty Lynn when she goes out to eat some places. But it's like, some of you are not processing the fact that maybe at some point in her life, I'm not saying she has, but maybe at some point in her life, someone has made a really nasty comment about how she eats. And so she has to in order to not be seen in that light, she has to, she, she eats this way because she's tired of being shamed for how she eats. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, that's me on dates. When I'm on a date with someone or I'm, you know, when I was with my boyfriend, I would try to eat, like, I mean, sometimes I would be legitimately hungry, but I would let him eat more than I ate because I didn't want to be seen as the fat one, even though I was the bigger one, but I didn't want to be seen as like, you know, oh, I could just chow down. I didn't like that. And while he did chow down, I was like more on the dainty side. And even with my friends, sometimes like, God, you eat so slow or you eat like this, da, da, da. When I get more comfortable with you, you see, I'll come out, girl. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I don't eat like a monster or anything, but like, I do have those like, those moments and that's just performative, but that's something that's inside of me because of how much someone used to delegate what I would eat or make comments about what I would eat and I would, or what my mother would eat or what someone else that was fat would eat. And I would always feel so shamed. My dad never knew about this because if he had known, he would have just went off. So I kept a lot of things from my dad. Um, but people make comments about certain things and I just had always, those things had always really triggered me and people would get frustrated with me about it too. Like, you know, do you want more? Just say you want more. And it's like, I can't, I don't want to say that because this person's going to say something. So I'm just not going to have any and I'll, I'll be fine. And I would just like do that. And then I would sneak things because I was hungry. I was legitimately hungry. And 
I didn't want to be seen as fat. And I've, and I've seen that happen in more recent years in my life to other people with the same human being. And it's just seeing that happen from the other side of it and not being the one that it's happening to, it's, it's heartbreaking all over again. Cause you're like, damn, this person didn't change at all. And now someone else is going through what I went through at that age. And like, this needs to stop because this person, like certain people in my life have had a really big effect, I think negatively on how I am as a person and their words are still in here somewhere. Even when I think they're gone, right? Those words come back. And I remember being that kid at like right now, graphically, I can remember being at this person's house and just being with, the the whole family and wanting to eat something and then making a comment and me being like, no, thank you. I'm not going to eat. And then someone else in the family being frustrated with me because I was acting strange because I was hungry and I wanted to eat and they knew that I wanted to eat. But then they also were like, it was a lot of judgment in that moment from different sides. And I remember my mom being like, you know, she didn't really know what was happening. But then when I told her she was really pissed because she knew she was like, oh my God, like, that's why, like, this is, you know, and so it's just, I remember being in that moment and it's just, it's a lot. And I think of, you know, people like Jen and the other girls when, you know, um, there was a comment once in one of their videos, the reaction channels videos made about why these girls go out at night, not realizing that, you know, why do they live their lives at night? Why do they do that? It's so bad. They should live, you know, they should do things during the day. Not realizing that a lot of people, a lot of heavy set people live their lives at night like morbidly obese people live their lives at night to not be judged by people in the day, in the daytime. Um, going, you know, when you're someone like Amber Lynn's size or you're someone like Life by Jen's size and you're a heavier person, people look at you and they stare and they stare and they stare. My mom at one point in her life was about 400 pounds. She's still alive. I love her. I love my mother, but I just let you, I, She's lost a lot of weight since then. Um, she's still, we're, we're still working on it. We're both working on it together. Um, but yeah, she was, she was about 400 pounds, if not heavier. Uh, I don't, I can't tell you, even honestly tell you how the, my mom's biggest weight, but I know she was like over 400 pounds at one point. And I remember going places with her and people looking at her weird. And even now she still has that trauma of people looking at her and, you know, when we go to places like Disneyland and stuff, which is packed with people, you know, every, t- every now and then I'll see that look on her face and I just get so defensive and so upset, not with her at all, but with anyone that might be looking at her, be it a parent, be it a child. I, it's like, it's so, it just snaps in me. I, I'm a, I'm a very like parental figure with my parents. I'm very much like, it's very opposite in my house. It's very opposite. Um, but anytime I see someone even thinking about making a comment about my parents, I'm like shutting it down. Um, but knowing what that feels like for her, it's a lot. And, um, um, but it's a lot. And a, a movie that really, if you, have you guys ever seen What's Eating Gilbert Grape? I, I want you to see that movie. If you never have, I want you to see that film. Because I, that feels like, in so many respects, the story of my life. To be honest with you, I'm not a huge Johnny Depp, Depp fan, but I really resonate with that film a lot um, in ways. And just like whenever the mom goes outside and how there's always a crowd of people looking at her and saying terrible things about her. And that's your mom. And you feel like you have to, you're angry and you're defensive and you're mad. But at the same time, you get it because it is somewhat of like, like not I don't want to say a spectacle, but it is something that like you don't see every day. And there's a reason for that. A lot of 
obese people feel like they cannot be treated as normal, you know? And so they live their lives at night. They live their lives when there's less people out there because the less people that are out there, the less comments you're going to have to hear. And I commend my mom for going to, to Disneyland and places like that where there's tons of people and just, you know, she gets on a scooter sometimes. She has like her walk or her wheelchair sometimes, but she still goes. And I love that because honestly, like, she drives me nuts. Her and my dad both, but they're my favorite people in the world, you know? And I just, I think about life by Jen. I think about her life and the things that she's had to go through and it sucks. It, it's such a sad, sad story. Whether she was perfect or not, doesn't matter. It's a sad, sad story. And I think a lot of people who are obese, I think we're looked at as like, well, why can't you just lose weight? Why can't you just do... And it's like, you can ask that about anybody. Why can't you just do this? Why can't you just do that? But you're not looking at the person. You're looking at, I see a problem. How do we fix this problem? And it's so much more than just losing weight. It's so much more than just going to a gym and losing weight. It's so much more than getting on a bike and losing weight. There's so much more that goes into it than just that. A lot of times it's where your mind is. It's where, what your traumas are, how you dealt with those traumas. Most obese people, not everybody, but most obese people deal with their trauma because, you know, with, with food. Um, that's why a lot of us are the way that we are. We deal with it with food. You know what I mean? Um, I think a lot of the reason why I like being alone is because I was always judged for this, that, and the third reasons. I always felt like I didn't belong anywhere because I was the darkest of my cousins. I was the fat one. I was the gay one. I was all of these things rolled into one and everyone else was more normal than me. I'm not saying that being dark doesn't make me normal, but I'm saying like everyone else was praised differently, looked differently, was treated differently, not by the outside world is what I'm talking about more than in so in our family dynamics, but in the outside world, when we were together, things were different. And yeah, I was treated differently from my cousins because I was different from them. You know, like I said, I was the fat one. I was, you know, the darkest one. I was the one that played with the dolls. I did all that. I was just, I was always, always, always different. And it wasn't something that I aspired to be different. I just was different. I didn't go and be like, I'm going to go against the grain just to go against the grain. No, I was just always different. And a lot of ways that I would cope with that would be food, would be finding someplace secluded, whatever, and just eating. You know what I mean? Um, I had moments like that in my adult life where, you know, I, I would eat late. I would get hungry and I would eat late and I would look and see if anyone's awake because I didn't want them seeing me eat. I wouldn't be eat like I wouldn't gorge myself, but I would still eat something. And I it's so hard to it's just it's hard. It's so hard to disassociate you know that from from your learning. It's very it's just a lot that you have to learn in in life. But I I, didn't, I, I watched a lot of Jen's videos and I commented sometimes on her channel because I really did have hope for her because I think that she was a sweet person. When she decided a few months ago not to go, you know, on YouTube anymore, I knew there was something wrong. I knew it wasn't just, you know, I'm tired of the negativity, da, da, da. No, I knew there was something wrong. And 
I think she just didn't want to die on YouTube. That's what I think it was. I didn't think she wanted to hear comments of, well, you're fat, so you're morbidly obese, so this is going to happen to you. I don't think she wanted to hear those kind of things. And I don't remember it, but I think she spent a good chunk of the beginning of this year in the hospital. I think. And... Yeah, I'm pretty sure she did. I, it, honestly, it's it's a blur for me because, one, she hasn't been on for a while, but also, two, because of all the other stuff that's happening, and not only in my own life, but in girl world, there's a lot of other stuff that's happening, and you're trying to, you know, piece together the puzzle of when this happened, when that happened, when this happened. Um, and sometimes the other girls would say things about her that I think were un, just unnecessary and nasty. And one thing I will say about Jen is, you know, I felt like she was always trying something. You know, she was always trying to, to do something to change her weight and her life. I, I don't know what she was like outside off camera. Who could know that if you don't know her personally? I don't. But I do know that on camera is what I can speak of. And I think she always had tried something to change her life. And was it, was she perfect? No, because no one is. People, dude, I can't tell you how many diets I failed, you know, but I keep trying. And... I'm not perfect and I won't always get it right. No one always gets it right, but you keep trying. And that's one thing I have to say about Jen that I appreciated was that she kept trying from what I saw and she was pretty optimistic. Her videos were kind of cringe, but also kind of cute too. Um, they always try to do things for like their neighbors and stuff, her and her husband. Um, so I really always felt like she was trying to be more optimistic. You know, uh, the other girls, you watch their channels and you're like, ooh, child, like, let me tell you. And Jen, I think was the most peaceful of the three and or of the several that there are um and so it's it's just very sad and like you know if you if you watch videos the videos out there probably about her story and what she went through and what she went through was very very dark very 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 dark and it usually a lot of times in, in obesity it is and that's why when people just tell you you know oh if you just lost a little weight it's like you don't know what you're saying sometimes you don't know what and i'm not saying every obese person has a story but it's like you don't know what you're saying sometimes and you don't know what that's going to cause because I'm not going to lie to you when people tell me to lose a little bit of weight and you know oh they say something about something that I'm doing it brings me back to being that seven eight year old who had to hide the food they were eating because they didn't want to be called names who was afraid unless I was at home with my parents who was afraid to ask for seconds if I was still hungry um Like, and don't think that I don't beat myself up about my weight, because I do. I do all the time, if I'm being honest. And it's sometimes it's so hard to feel comfortable in your own skin. Because I just, I think back to when I was young and being made fun of in school. About this, that, and the third thing. You know, when you're a heavier kid... A lot of deodorants and stuff back in the day that are made for kids are not made for your body. And you learn that quickly. And I, I was always trying to find something that could, especially after PE, oh my God, I was always trying to find something that could help with my smell or with anything, you know? Um, and I never really found, I mean, I think until senior year of high school, I never really found that perfect blend of things. And so I was picked on throughout school uh, with, you know, my, my weight uh, everything, my, my sexuality, everything made me a target. And I used to just go in the shower, you know, and just like scrub, 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 scrub. I used to like 
you know, hide from the other boys in PE um, when we had to change clothes. Um, I would also, like, change in the dance room, uh, which we weren't allowed to do, but I was in dance class, and, you know, there are only three boys in the class. We all, like, they saw me doing it, and then we, we all were like, nope, we're all changing. Like, they saw me, I'm like, you changing here? I was like, yeah, it's safer. And they're like, okay, we're gonna do it too. And they just did it, because we just didn't want to be teased and taunted by the other boys in school, because uh, we were only three boys in the dance class, and we stuck out. And you changed in the locker room with the boys who knew that you were in dance class, and please, that's over. Like, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna get it. Um, and so there's, there's a lot, there's, there was a lot of things I think that I don't know. There's, there's a lot of contributing things. Um, and I, I think when you look at people and you see, you know, oh, they're heavier. Oh, they're really thin or, oh, this, that, and there. Don't look at the person find out like if you're, if you're gonna look at them and you're gonna pass judgment know what you're passing judgment on right know what that person is going through don't think you know when you see a homeless person don't think you know why they're homeless well you just go get a job you don't know what would cause them to be homeless that guy could have been a really 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 great working human being and life just came crashing down and he had no one around him to help him out of that rut and now he's out on the street. You don't know people. You think you know, but you have no idea. I don't want to sound like a diary of the, uh, this is diary of Britney Spears or whatever. You know, the NTV thing. You think you know, but you have no idea. It's true though. You think you know when you see people and you see their issues, you think you know what their struggle is, but you don't have any idea of that. You don't. You don't. I can tell you a lot of diet plans that I've been on have been expensive. And they've been hard to maintain. And I mean, they'll tell you, like, a lot of these things will tell you, you know, diet and exercise won't, won't always work. And even though, like, it, it's so contradictory. Either, either you know, this program tells you this is going to work, it's guaranteed to work, but then it's keeping it off. It's keeping that lifestyle. It's making it a lifestyle. And that can be very hard, especially when you're accustomed to a certain lifestyle. It's relearning everything. And guess what learning does? Learning takes time. It takes time it takes a lot of trial and error so going back to jen who unfortunately has passed away this person i saw her videos she tried and i don't think she ever really stopped trying she made a lot of mistakes she had a lot of fallbacks but she tried and unfortunately She's gone, but don't see obese people and, and just automatically assume they're not trying. Don't see them eating something and be thinking, well, you should have something else. Like, eh, you don't need that. Like, maybe they don't need it, but maybe they don't eat it often. And maybe they're enjoying this one thing. Can they not do that? Maybe that isn't our place to say. I, I don't I don't know. That part I don't know about. But I know, like, I've told my dad, like, if I'm eating something you don't think I should be eating, say something. Just because, you know. And I might still eat it. And I might get mad at you. But at least I know. Sometimes that works. Sometimes that works for me. Sometimes that tough love thing or that intervening thing works for me. It doesn't always work for everyone else. And sometimes you can cause that person to binge. And just to, just to shove it in your face, they're going to eat even more of it. So be careful. You know, if someone's asking you to say something, that's one thing. Like, I asked my dad. If I'm not asking for it and you're saying it, 
that could just that could cause a binge that could really cause a huge binge you don't know what a binge is if you don't know what a binge is binge is when you know somebody just eats a ton of food in one sitting and it's usually something that's like it's not because they're hungry it's because they're they suppress a lot of things and food is their comfort and so they're just eating until they don't feel that emptiness that 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 terrible feeling anymore it's it's scary. I don't know. I've I I'll be honest. I don't know if I've ever had a binge. I don't think I I don't think I have, but I could have. It's quite possible. I mean, everyone it, it, it binges. I guess are different for everyone. I don't know. Like, I I really don't know. Um, but I don't remember eating like a huge amount of food like in one sitting ever. I don't remember doing that. Um, not to say that I have. I could have blacked out. I don't know. Um, but I've. I don't think I've ever had that happen, at least not to what the point I've seen on YouTube with some people who have actually binged on camera. I don't think I've, I've had one of those. But anyway, um, I'm going to wrap this up now and just say that I really hope that, you know, people learn from Jen. Um, and I know that's something I'm going to take with me because I'm always afraid, if I'm being honest you know, for my life, I'm always afraid. And I want to live more like that, more like responsible with what I eat. Um, because I, I want to be here as long as I can be here. I want my parents to be here as long as they can be here. And I want us to all work together to be here as long as we can for each other and just for ourselves. And so I'm really sad for Jen's family but I also think that she's at peace and I think that's what she deserves because I don't think she was really peaceful here and if what she had went through is what's the truth then I don't think she was at peace here you know and I hope that now she is somewhere where she can be because I think that after the life that she's had she deserves that peace and I don't think any diet any weight loss would have really brought her all that peace, in my opinion, because that was a lot. And I don't know. I, I just don't think that I think it would have helped, sure, but there was there was a lot. In, in her life, I think that was really sad. And again, I, I just, I ask and I urge people, when you see someone who's big or someone who's really skinny, don't think that you have the answer to their problem and question, why don't they just do this? Or why don't they just do that? There's always more to what the story is than what you see. And you don't know how much they battle. And sometimes they're going to lose that battle. And give in to cravings. And give in to things. Sometimes it's going to happen. It's going to happen sometimes. I think the most important thing is. What they do. After. You know. For me. I. am always looking to do something new. And change something up. Because I don't want to be stuck. You know. I don't want to be stuck in. This. I want to keep working towards things. I get discouraged. I get down. I get disappointed. I fail sometimes, but I want to keep trying. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't, you know? Um, 
And I really do have hope for the others too. The other girls, Anne Berlin and Foodie Beauty. Foodie Beauty is a hard one to have hope for because just a lot of the stuff that she does is just so not okay in my book. But I still want to have hope for that person to get better in all ways of her life and all aspects of her life. And same thing with Amberlynn. And I just, I wish people would look at obese people for who they are, not who they think they are. Because we all have our issues. We all have our problems. We all have something, right? And what Jen was suffering with, you might not have suffered with, but you probably suffer with something too. And I'm sure you would hate for people to look at you and think they know your battle that they know your struggle and that they know how to solve your problems when it's like that your problems are probably a lot deeper than that person realizes so but yeah i feel for jean i hope jean is okay that was her her fiance um and i've said some things about jean in the past too um some enabling things about Gene. I think that he was probably an enabler. I, he could have been. I don't know. At the same time, I'm not in their relationships. I don't know. There's a lot of times where you think someone's just enabled. I know a lot of people thought that I enabled my mom and the way that she is. But it's like, no. And sometimes you just, you get tired of people yelling at you and barking at you and getting mad at you because of, you know, what they want to do. And you're like, fuck it. Fine. Do it. You know? Um, and so, yeah. But I, I hope that Gene is, is in an okay place. I hope that he's... I hope he's all right. I really do. Um, and yeah, I think that's, uh, that's where I'm going to leave it now. It's just when you see people, don't think you know their story. Don't think that you can fix their problem because you might not know what's going on. And so when you make comments like, just lose a little bit of weight, just do this, just do that. You make it sound so much easier than it probably is for that person. Than it most likely is for that person. Because if that's all it took, then they would they would have done that. I, I guarantee it. Um, so a lot of people, you know, they lose weight, but then when that binge comes and it comes to the vengeance, I've seen it when it comes to the vengeance, that weight that they lost, that five, 10 pounds they lost, that shit gets eaten up very quickly. Um, same thing on the, on the, on the, you know, reverse and people who have to gain weight sometimes, you know, depending on what their issues are with why they can't gain weight. Sometimes, you know, they gain that five, 10 pounds and they're on the right track. And then, you know, something happens, some emotional thing happens and they turn to whatever that vice was that was causing them to be so small. They go back and they, they take steps back. They stop eating. They go back into whatever addiction they might've had. And I think we just have to be careful how we treat people and what we say is what I'm saying from here. But yeah, I really, really hope the best for the rest of her family and I'm hoping that people like myself and others can learn from Jen and just try our best every day I guess and you know and, and try to have some of her optimism I do think she was from what I saw she was an optimistic person she was a positive person so you know it doesn't have to be a, a sad cautionary tale but can also be something that's uplifting and maybe you know some of us can have that positivity that she radiated sometimes in her videos I like that idea um, but yeah, that's the end of this one. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.